It's Ooh, a Tuesday. Baby, it's a Tuesday episode. And we got a wild one for you. That's right. We have a little ketchup, little mustard, little relish, some sauerkraut. We don't talk about TikTok once this episode. Is that exciting for you? That is exciting. We talk about TikTok a lot. A lot of good voicemails, a little memory lane, a little jaunt down Facebook memory lane. Oh, yeah. We look at old pictures of ourselves. Uh, yeah. And Meatball has a big mouth. Huge nose. <laughs> and Goodbye. she looked at me like oh. this, and she shook it. What are you she about? shook it, and she said, I like a lot of nanny. <laughs> M. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with a sloppy second Oh, Diva Our number is 213-536-9180 Our email is sloppysecondspod at gmail.com Now on with the show Hi, you stop, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Second with Big Dipper and Meepaw. I'm Meepaw, and that's Big Dipper. Hello. How are you Oof. feeling? Girl, tired. I've been zip-zapping been from all East Coast to West Coast. Um, Yeah, and I get on an airplane again tomorrow morning. Yes, you do. Gag. Are you prepared? Gag me, gag me. No, I have to prepare today. I have a lot of preparations to make. I'm. I think my house has become. I think I'm gonna move again. That's what. Yeah, I did. it's time. I think I decided. What do you mean it's time? You You've been bigger, in your home you for six bigger, years. Yeah, but I have enough space in my home. You don't have any room in that place for any of your stuff. But I. It's like a really. You can't nice, even. You can't even have a three seater sofa in there. <laughs> you gotta go. I put the third seat on. Oh, and. I don't have enough room for it. Yeah. It's it's, the thing is, I think it could be nice, and I think there is a way to make it nice, but... You'd need a, a second bed. You need an office. You need two I, bedrooms. What I need is someone to replace the battery of the smoke detector somewhere in my neighborhood that's going off. That's I been going off that. for two years. Two years? Yep. And you just hear it all day and all night. Here's the thing. When my windows are open, don't do it. Don't do me. I've talked about this so much on the podcast. I talk, This is a running theme. The two major running themes in my life are Big Yellow Taxi Cab by Joni Mitchell is constantly in the back of my head. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then number two is Smoke Detectors Will Forever Follow Me. The chirp of a smoke detector is truly one of the most psychotic sounds. Um, only it's like because it follows. You just have to keep yes. running from it. Only because of its consistency. The sound itself is lovely. It's not even that bad. It's not mm-hmm. an annoying sound. It's not a buzzer. It's not an eh. It's not a anything. It's literally the ch- the consistency of the chirp. That's the challenge for me. Mm. I don't and like the tone. I live in. Which sounds rude. There's like a. There's like a. It's like an echo chamber because yeah, I it's live a long street that goes up a hill. Right, and so and I'm. It sort of dips before it goes up the hill, and on either side are streets that are a little bit taller. So it's a little bit of a valley. Yeah. Actually, my street has the word Dale in it 
And I think a dale is a valley. Oh, you know, a Logan is a small inlet of water. A small inlet of water? Yeah. An inlet is sort of like a, you just take on water. Oh, it explains the waterway. I take on water. Yeah, I'm up. It explains the waterway. I am up. You're right. Dale is a valley, especially a broad one. A dale is a valley. So, meaning, and I'm a broad one, uh, meaning that somewhere in the vicinity, a person has not changed their smoke alarm. Or has there is there a building that's had like a vacancy for over a year? There could be a building that has a vacancy. It could be in a garage. It could be the kind of thing where it's like the person doesn't think anyone else can hear it. Mm-hmm. But that chirp, if like if I wanted to sit on my steps and enjoy the cool night summer breeze, you know, stoop sit. To sit in solemn silence. Yes, my <laughs> stoop and my dale. Um, I could not because every ninety seconds I would hear a chirp, and so absolutely. If my windows are open and I have the TV on or I'm playing music or listening to a podcast, can't hear a thing. But I have the windows open and I'm just like quiet in the house. I can hear it. And I cannot locate it. At my former, which seems insane because I look around and like truly there are million dollar homes moments from my Mm -hmm. rented apartment. You know, like two houses up. And I'm like, I would, if I bought a home here and then all of a sudden a chirp appeared, I would go crazy. I would go door to door. How do you find it? I don't know. I mean, is this something that you can technically get the police involved in? No. I mean, no, because I don't want the fire department. Yeah, you would call the fire department. Fi- but call and be like, hey, someone hasn't changed their battery. I think it's a danger to our neighborhood in these times when everything's but it's so... a little too dry. Okay. But so, here, yes, I mean, that is true. I did this to my next door neighbor. I mean, do you not remember me talking about? I feel like I talked about this I have endlessly. No recollection of this at all. I did this to my next door neighbor when I lived with my roommate Tim because next door it was going off, and I brought them a nine volt battery. I oh, like, I do remember. And they said, "What is this for?" And I was like, "Oh, you need to change it." And they were like, "No, it's working. See here." hear it working i was like you think you're supposed to sleep through that yeah you think you're supposed to live your life with every 90 seconds a beep going to let you know that there is a smoke detector on the lookout for smoke no babe that's not how that works anyways i feel like it's taken up too much of my brain space and i do want a different vibe so i think maybe next year i think in 2023 i will move to a new apartment that's so funny that you're talking about moving because we are thinking about moving as well. What area? We give them the exact address, boobs. Yeah, baby, baby. I I don't know. We'd like to stay in this area, but we also we're at that point where it's like, okay, now it's time to get a, a house house so that we can have a backyard, so that the cats can go outside, and that we can have a separate garage and stuff like that. So looking like maybe out of LA, like Pasadena or something. Oh. Right? That's like where everyone goes. Eagle Rock is too expensive now. I mean, let's not just talk about LA neighborhoods. I'm just saying it's time to move because we want that good central AC. Oh, right. I don't have central AC, but I just have two rooms. I think you would do well in a two-bedroom, one room for an office and the closet, and because of all the clothes and stuff hanging on the walls, great for sound recording. You can have oh, your own yeah. little podcast studio in your house. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be really cool. What have you been up to? Girl, she 
busy. What have I been up to? I'm preparing for Austin. Very excited. Mm -hmm. I've also been really just digging my heels in and trying to get to the bottom of what happened to Chanel. Okay, if you don't know what we're talking about. Yes, a woman, Chanel, from season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. The Vegas of a brunch at Senor Frogs. Yes, and she, as one of the gags and bits in one of her numbers, and it's something we've seen a lot of queens do, she grabbed a woman's purse, opened it up, and took a couple bucks out. But the woman was being recorded, it was her birthday, and apparently she turned around to the camera and said, I had hundreds in there. And accused Chanel of stealing $700, and then apparently accused her of stealing $1,300, and then asked for $5,000 in damages. She then, went on TikTok and she um, basically dragged Chanel and showed this video. And then and Chanel. Used her boy name. She did. This Brian Watkins. Brian Watkins, baby. And then she had to. Um, uh, and then Chanel made a response video. And in the response video, Chanel says that she only took a couple bucks. She. And here's what I loved about Chanel very professional. She the waited. Most. She, the most professional. She had a, a written statement. It's 11 minutes long, but the highlights of it. Was it, a little, it was a little long, but she said, because all other options, all other avenues have been exhausted. Yes. I've decided to, to make her money a, public, a public off, statement. They offered to basically give her $5,000 back. Like, they wanted to pay her back for the tickets that she bought for the show. She was going to an event later that day that apparently because of the run, brunch, it was ruined. But they couldn't get their money back for that. I don't know. It was just crazy. It seems crazy. Do you think Chanel actually took $1,300 from this woman? No, not at all. Because even Chanel was like, at the end of the night, they go through and count our tips. And the total of our tips didn't even hit 1300 or something. Well, it's messy, girl. She said that. Well, do you think she's going to lose her job? Because no, is, uh. no. I what's cra- here? Here, here is here is what's crazy about this. That person had never been to a drag show before. Straight, straight, woman, white woman. Well, she could have been to a drag show before. Drag queens she act foolish. Been a lesbian. I don't know. On stage, they do bits. It's funny. Walking around with someone's purse, pretending it's yours, is funny. Opening it up and taking money out of it is a I little much. I wouldn't do that. I, I would don't hand be around someone's personal stuff. I would hand the purse back and say, "Now run me my tips." You know what I mean? Like as the joke, like I babysat your purse. Now give me my coins, and they could be like no or whatever, and it could be nothing, right? Babysat. <laughs> so going into the bag was a little. I agree. That's an invasion of space, but. You, because even like I do crazy shit. I'll put food in people's mouth and eat it out. But like, if they look like they don't want me to do it, then I'm moving on. I'm not going to forcibly take it. I'm not going to dig around. Also, why didn't that woman just get up and be like, no, and take the money out of her hand if she knew she had that much money with her? Also, Chanel has multiple storage units for all of her Christmas decorations. She doesn't need that money. Like, she's not. She's not out here trying to steal thirteen hundred dollars in cash. She's not wearing. 
wearing a black leather Versace hat on a black leather, wait, what was it? Crocodile skin black headboard in a Vegas mansion worried about your $700. Right. And so so that all felt messy to me. And then not that I want to like, I'm just like, girl, you're it. in Vegas. You have so much cash. And you when you're in, I can imagine just throwing cash, tipping here, getting drinks, doing yeah. this, buying. It's like that money could go, it could have fallen out of your purse, like all of these things. And the fact that in Chanel's apology video, she was like, I have corroboration from the people around the table we have the actual video footage also the management counts all of our tip money and my tips did not even equal seven hundred dollars from that morning like all of those things i'm like girl you're not gonna win this lawsuit but she tried to she got a lawyer involved she got litigious she tried to sue her for like seven thousand dollars five thousand of it was for damages the rest of i was just so insane i um chanel she's perfect can't get enough. I've prepared some notes, so if I do look away from the camera, just know I'm reading my prepared notes. It's not that I don't want to connect with you. She also started the video with, Hi, it's me, Brian, a.k.a. Chanel. Good morning. Well, it's morning here in Vegas, so good afternoon if you're watching this. Or good evening if you're yeah, watching this in a different... Good evening if you're watching... If you're somewhere else. Yeah, she, like, <laughs> was very... Uh, her interview with uh, Chaz Bono or whatever. Um, or Tori Spelling. Who did she interview? Tori Spelling. I and just, her, Tori and Dean. I just worked with Chanel in a couple cities, I believe. Oh, yeah, one. for your Weston Hotel corporate gigs. Yeah, which was super fun. Um, D'Angelo, miss you. <laughs> Hi, D'Angelo. Hi, D'Angelo. Um, we had a, she's really funny and so professional. And, like, she was giving me the lowdown on, do you remember Ken Marino? He was, re- like, the first drag don't, man don't get willem talking about ken marino and, well guess what i got willem and chanel talking about ken, mr marino and it was crazy the stuff that that guy did but uh it was just so interesting to hear how vegas drag was before drag race and how it is now after drag race yeah i think i liked chanel her season i think that the huge costuming and like all that elevated drag is so cool and i think that like impersonations are cool i we don't imper- get that anymore girls don't impersonate anybody they There's only no, like, impersonate impersonators they only impersonate for a snatch game i know when delta and raja talked at length about dream girls they would say you you yes you could do your own little personal number but you should also always have a really solid a celebrity impersonation a little black dress for the the final cast closing number, a pair of black shoes, a pair of white shoes. Like they talked about like that sort of preparation. Yeah. If you were to ever do a celebrity impersonation with a makeup application. Oprah. And what would the lip sync song be? I don't think you do a good Oprah. You get a car. You get that's, a car. No, that's that's so tired. It's who's having that conversation? That's the new Oprah. Who's having that conversation? No, that's just you talking. Okay, I could do. Okay, I don't think I can do. I don't. And Mr. Do Dussel, Mr. Dussel is not a celebrity okay, for you what about Andre Leon Talley. That's a big caftan and a walk. How about a woman? Did you say a walk? Yeah, he had a very specific gait. What? All right, let's take a break. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bad. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would, like, pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yep. love hobbies, but I just... I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Who would you do a celebrity impersonation of? Elton John. Elton John. That could be really funny. Yeah. Or like, I would like to do a celebrity who once was, but uh, once was not, but now is chubby. Like Brendan Fraser. I don't know who I would do. Um... I'm not really in the in the in the practice of doing a lot of impressions. Neither am people. I. I mean, I I don't think I. I'm just not an impressionist. I couldn't even do. I couldn't do Lizzo. Well, that's the thing. What we're Here's talking the thing about is like what I could do. What color? You know. What does it matter? Can no, I, I don't think anyone's like, gonna like hold your skin color man, against you. I feel what? Like a woman. Da, 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 da. Should I explain? No, I think you could do Scary Spice, Mel B. Um Patrick Starr. Okay. But you would have to like learn how he talks. This is what I was saying before when you were saying Chanel and impressions and whatever. That was about painting the feature and doing the physical mannerisms, but not yeah. like acting and the voice. Like you sit you lip sync along to the um to the track, and you like embody and you, like, that. Do their move, like right. if you're Reba, you got a lot of thumbs ups. Oh yeah, thumbs up. 
Yeah. Let me tell you about P Town. Oh, right. You were in P Town. Also, Hoop-town. I'd like to discuss. Sorry. Um, you were in a button down and it looked like pants that had a, or a pair of shorts that had a, a zipper and a button on the front. What? Were you wearing normal clothes? You were out of your normal uniform. What's my normal uniform? A t shirt and basketball shorts. Well, Ill those were basketball shorts. Those were sweat shorts. Damn. And um, a button down short sleeve shirt. Close enough. We got you in a button down. Things are changing. <laughs> Moving Things on up. Changing. No, I went to um, see some friends of mine who were staying in a cabin outside of P Town. Who are so, those friends? Tell us their names. I flew. I flew. I know the friends. They would like to respect their um, anonymity at this time. Uh, no, I flew to uh, Boston, Boston, and I uh, took the ferry. You know, you you take the ferry, yeah. uh, and I got in the car. And the 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 drive from the ferry to the airport when there's no traffic is roughly eight minutes, right? Quickie, easy. Yeah. There was a little bit of traffic. It said it was going to take 15 minutes. Uh But the majority of the traffic was on this one road that was just like gridlock red on the Google Maps. So I just sort of hunkered down in the backseat of the lift. And I was like, it'll take 15 or 20 minutes because there's a ton of traffic. It's like, you know, damn near 5 o'clock or whatever. Yeah. This motherfucker turns around to me. He didn't speak English, so he typed it into his phone. And he showed me his phone that said, this tunnel is closed. Can I go another way? And I'm like, well, you're a professional driver. Sure. I damn near missed the ferry. So, like, I was going to get... Where did he take you? I was going to get there 30 minutes before the ferry left. Yeah. Um, And then he started driving, and I just kept watching. He had, like, the Lyft app going and Google Maps going, and I was looking on my phone because I didn't have any idea where we were. I'm so unfamiliar with Boston. when they get creative. And he just, like, kept running into more and more and more and more traffic to the point where, like, I eventually was like, pull over, I'll run across the street. I ran down, I flashed my ticket, I got on, and the ferry left. And I was like, you know, they run a certain number of ferries to P-Town a day. That was the last one. So I was like, I was texting my friends. I was like, if I'm not on this ferry, I will get a hotel and I'll see you in the morning. I hate that. It was so stressful. And I couldn't couldn't talk to him because I wanted him to focus. And I couldn't say like... Can we go back? What about the tunnel? Blah, blah, blah. All of these yeah, different Yeah, do you things. think that maybe it got lost in the app translation? Like, maybe the tunnel wasn't closed, but he meant, like, it's blocked off. Like, or like, like there's a lot gonna, of traffic. There's a lot of traffic. And I'm like, like, just sit through the traffic, babe. I would rather sit through the traffic. If I'm in an Uber, I'd rather sit in the traffic and stay on the designated road. But if I'm driving, I feel that I, even if it's, like, five minutes longer, I'll take the longer route if the car is moving. Right, you, you prefer to drive. Feels like I just like the feeling of moving and sitting in like stop and go traffic drives me absolutely insane. But P Town overall was really good. I saw Dina Martina. How was it? So funny. Catch oh. it. She sang a bunch of songs. We were in the back. She came out to like you know interact with people, and by the time she got to the back row, I just felt my heart racing i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god don't talk to me i just feel like it's very nerve-wracking right it is i hate audience participation 
Except for at Fat Slut, where you're all, please participate. Please participate. Um, So, yeah, Dina Martina. And then the following night, we saw, what did we do the following night? We didn't see a show the following night. Tuesday, we saw Varla Jean Merman. Icon, did you see her after the show? I went backstage after the show, and I saw the transformation. And I met her dog, Jasper, the other oh, the does, day after. That does tricks in the show. Uh-huh. Jasper's in the show. Um, and it was really nice to, like, see her, because I had never met her in person. Oh. The show was so fun. And then Boomer was in town. And then on Wednesday night, we saw Justin Vivian Bond do this, like, amazing cabaret song. Or uh, song. Concert. It was, like, a two-hour amazing concert. And you know who was bopping around town was Parker Posey. I love Parker Posey. She was at the Dina Martina show and she was at Viv's show. She, I knew she loved the gays. But I have big plans to be back in Provincetown next year. Really? For what? For some things. We haven't locked it in yet, but I did I did a little show on Monday afternoon at a pool party. Um, my friends took... Private event? It wasn't private. It was open to the public. It was called, it was Splash. It was the Crown and Anchor Monday pool party. Um, it was the queer body positive pool party that you said you're negative about my body, but thank you so much. That was a good one. It was very funny how you said thank that. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, I had a really good time performing. My friend took video of the whole thing, but from his angle, you know, when you're at a pool party, there's not like a stage, right? It's just sort of like out and around. And Provincetown. Oh is, yeah. So there were there had been a, a sewer issue. Yeah. What is the smell? <laughs> Was it still lingering in the no, air? No, it all went away. There were some locals who were like looking at people who had just come to town who were like swimming on the beach in the bay, and they were like, "I would not be swimming in that bitch that that bay side of the ocean." Oh, because the duty goes out on that end. The duty and the poo poo and the caca, but. It didn't smell. It, it seemed like it got fixed pretty quickly. And they released a map, and there was only one area that was considered the brown zone. No! <laughs> but um, ah! uh, but I where, where I was performing, the video performance of me at the pool party, which was a really good performance. The crowd really loved it. It was super fun. The, from the vantage point my friend was filming, the background is like a scissor lift and a couple of porta potties. So I might post some of it, but posting it feels very silly because it's like it doesn't look that appealing. You don't need the world to see that. Yeah, but the crowd was really, really it's very, great. It's very little mama on the way to the gig. <laughs> feeling very blessed. Feeling very blessed. Performing on the, the platform Outdoor, of an above ground pool. Above ground pool. But I will say, I had an amazing time. The crowd was really nice. And I had one or two people come up and say, not only, I had someone stop me on the street as I was walking, as I was talking to my friends. And they were like, Big Dipper, I love Sloppy Seconds. So that was very nice. Um, And yeah, overall, it was a really great time. I had a little lobster roll one night. We ate burgers. And we stayed... In a cabin. Oh, yeah, with no internet? With no Wi-Fi, no cell phone reception. It was built, I think, in the late 1600s, early 1700s. Um, owned 
and occupied by many famous people over time. Like one of those families that everyone is sort of famous in a different realm of like uh. global recognition. Uh, and a couple of members of my party who are a little more spiritually in tune, honey, they did not sleep at all because the ghosts and the spirits were wiling out starring Nick Cannon. It was haunted? Mm-hmm. And you didn't feel anything? I'm not. I, I've said this before. I believe it. I'm open to you it. it's because you're Jewish? <laughs> and on that, no. let's take a break. All right. And we're back. Are you into ghosts and goblins? I'm not into ghosts. Okay. Goblin? Ask your ex-boyfriend. That's a goblin right there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Did you have an ex-boyfriend? Yes. Abusive. No. Just, well, emotionally, maybe. You kombucha girl. Manip- Manipulative. Manila Luzon. Manila Luzon. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about, ooh, was that hot coffee or did you just swallow it wrong? How did you see that? Because you made a full face. A little of it came up my nose. Oh, God. Um, No, I think when I was younger, I maybe saw a ghost once or twice. It was haunting. It was at the foot of your bed jerking its ghost stick. No, that was just my uncle. And um, but no, I no, I don't feel spiritually inclined. Yeah, so I've always said like I, I believe it. I know it's happening, but they, it's just not tapped in for me. Like they don't. I'm not a conduit. But my friends were like, it was busy spiritually. Well. What if maybe their meds just didn't work to like knock them out and it caused maybe they were like in an ambient haze. Not everyone is a pill popper like you. I don't do pills. You do potions. I do yes, cocaine. Do you remember Pills and Potions by Nicki Minaj? Pills and Potions. We're overdosing. Do you ever but sometimes in my house, maybe I do see something, but then I explain it away as like, oh, it's just a floater in my eye. What's a floater? Like when you, you do it too you hard see... and it doesn't flush? No. <laughs> when you see something out of the corner of your eye, or like if you rub your eyes and then there's all those little like dots and little floaties. Oh, yeah. If you look I... at the sun too long, you That's get like a That's a panic little... attack for me. Like tunnel vision and shimmering uh, river, sh- yeah. rivers of shimmers. Oh, was that a panic attack? Yeah. Oh. I, got the, I got my first one well, in college. Okay. That makes sense then, because they do often happen around times of stress that I see people <laughs> in my home that aren't here. I see people. Well, I I'll see people. Yeah, bitch, you live in New York City. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That movie was a mess. How did no one ask why this little boy was being driven around in a car by a Don't. ghost? He never drove, he always rode passenger. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there aren't a lot of holes in six in the Sixth Sense film. 
M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan? Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Great movies. I love a twist. Do you ever think about the casual racism of people saying M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong? Like, that's so dismissive. Who would say something like people that? People say that all the time when they say his M. last Night name. Shyamalama Ding Dong. Well, it's fun, but it is offensive. <laughs> Did you see Nicole hosting the Jimmy Kimmel show? Yes, in a beautiful suit. I was like, is that a Christopher John Rogers? I looked it up. Howie. How would you be? Yeah, well, if you want if you want something to look like something else, but is made custom just for you. It's Howie. Howard Beatrice. And he gave her he gave her the shoulders. Honey. She, she looks said, great. Who her- run the world? She's so good. I'm so happy for her and all of the everything that. Did you see the speed dating she did on the side of the street? Oh, Nicole. Why did they? And you know, I well, maybe it was her idea. I'm sure it was. Pitched in a room, and she was like, "Okay." Well, Jimmy Kimmel, that show like sets up street interactions. Like that's part of their pole dancing and milieu. They always get people from the street to like come and react. You know, I've been. To a live taping of, it's Jimmy right there. Kimmel. It's on Hollywood Boulevard. I went for for Orville. Yeah, I know. You told me. And me and PJ got wasted and started screaming at Trixie. Speaking uh, of Orville, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. We choose not to see it. Also, before these phone calls, we would like to apologize for our last couple episodes. What are you apologizing for? Well, we had some complaints on the uh, 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 bathtub. Why? Because you weren't talking into the mic. Yeah, because it was the sound thing. And that's on me, because I wasn't talking into the mic. And also, I didn't need to fill up the bathtub with water. Quit asking why I did. I don't know. I could have laid down pillows and You're been comfortable. You're a method actor. But it felt right to put on a swimsuit and sit in the bathtub. That's right. And how cold did that water get? How tepid and lukewarm did that water get? Pretty cold. I hey, just did you saw hear? a picture of myself when I was younger and... And you said, huh? I did. I literally, I like looked at it and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? I, in I like, reaction to what? Like my long hair and frosted my... tips. No, it wasn't frosted tips, but like just like long and stringy because I had like chemically straightened it so many times that it like lost its curl and like lost its like life. Right. So it was just like gross. It's like when you over bleach hair and like you see someone pull it and it like breaks apart. It was like broken everywhere. Right. Because how long was your hair? At one point, like shoulder length. For who? For me, my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you could feel your oats? Yeah, mama, I felt my oats. I had super long hair up until like freshman year of high school where I was like, I got to get this off. Oh, you weren't like, you were, it was like baby long hair. I had long hair. In my 20s. Well, yeah, you also had a rat tail. Well, that was stunning. I put beads on that. And cornrows. Wait, how long? Into your 20s, how long? My my senior year of like college. hair on men. Sorry. Continue. My senior year of college, I had a bob. And yeah, yeah, you were there for directing. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay, what? Were you wearing a lot of corduroy vests as well? And I wore little pigtails up here, very Miley. Oh, I. And then I wore a headband all the time. We got a. None of these pictures exist on. They're not on Instagram. They're all on. They're all on Facebook. Oh, uh, I don't think I, I. I actually just tried to log into my Facebook today and I couldn't. Yeah, I don't know where on earth one would find these pictures on Facebook, but they do exist. Oh, I'll pull one up for you right now so that you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, I'll pull up. A, I'll send you. A, well, no, I don't want to send it to you because I don't want you to have it. What do you mean? To you don't want me to have against it. me. Oh, and use it against me. Um, also, I don't remember my mouth being as big as it was. I don't know that your mouth size has changed. Do I have a big mouth? I look at this picture. I'm like, fuck. I'm all mouth. I look. I'm all chomper. Okay, let me see if I can find one with long. Air here. Oh God, you're gonna really murder yourself. I just yourself. sent mine to you. I just sent mine to you. Here's this. Ah! Got it. I'm gonna. It's not like I'm not gonna. Oh. <laughs> Look at the size of my mouth and nose. Your mouth looks huge. It looks huge, and my nose looks huge. This is why I always wanted a nose job. Oh, my. You look like a woman here. I probably could have served. Honey. I still got the legs. Just... Whip that hair over to the right. You'd be but free, here's the problem. free here's as the, the wind on this okay. beach. Okay, okay. Free so as the wind on this beach, honey. Look at, look at the top of... You do the... have every single... You're wearing a Boy Scout uniform, and you have yeah. all the patches, honey. Well, that's this when is I, that's swimming, when astronomy, eagle. compass work, artistry, yoga, trains, medicine, uh, yeah. camping. This is a Native American headdress. Yeah, not sure what that one's about. Chess? I don't know what that... Tubing? That's not an option. This is a totem pole. That's a totem pole. That one's what you would call a moccasin. This is the um, wait a minute pottery really from offensive. the Hercules film. Oh my god! I'm this just is your... now remembering there was a ceremony that they used to do called like the ceremony of the broken arrow or this arrow of light or something where these and it was all white people. Whenever we would go to these Boy Scout, things. of course, it was always just full of white people and me and these fucking chompers. And I remember being at one point being like, this is weird because it was Native American. They had totem poles that they built up around a big bonfire. And then all of the white scout masters were coming in in long feathered headdresses and pretending to be like Native American with like painting on paints on their face. Nar. Breaking arrows and throwing it into the fire. And I remember at that point being like, this something seems off about this. But I had to complete it to get my Eagle Scout, and I did. Okay, so I'm talking about, look, let's look at the top of the hair. You see how there's that one short piece that's kind of sticking out? Yeah, were you trying to cut bangs? No. So what had happened was, I used to go to school with my hair wet, because I would shower every morning. And one of my first classes was, like, a science class. Mm-hmm. And we had dry ice. And me and my friends thought it was funny to, like, put the dry ice on top of my hair. 
it froze my hair solid and we snapped it off. <laughs> so there was a period of time where the top of my head had a bunch of really short hair like that. And I wouldn't cut my hair off because I was like, it took too long to alter that short length. So the top of my head, there was like a good three inch diameter of hair that was all really short. That is insane. I was crazy. I feel similar to you. I feel like you and I both uh, have a lot of wild wildness where we're like, sure, do it. Let's go for it. I want you to break this outfit down. This was, I was working as a teacher when I wore this. What did I say about vests? (laughs) No, this is a, this is, well, it's the shorts for me. If it was the full length denim. It's not the facial hair? That's a Fu Manchu. That's That's not a goatee. The chin is gone. Can you zoom in on it? I tried. Or make it full screen? My hair is blue, by the way. You're in the... What? Here, hold on. That's as far as I go. That's as far as I go. Okay. I can't believe you had blue hair. I cannot... I'm wearing a a wristwatch. A red Spine. vest. Well, wristwatches are back in. I don't. Are I, these shoes? Got, they would be. Are these shoes considered etnies? These are a skater shoe. They're a skating shoe. Yeah, absolutely. And do you see what I have in my hand? The widest Netflix laces DVDs. I've ever seen. Because <laughs> they used to mail them to you. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, this, this is red psycho. vest. The 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 short length. Those it's so shorts wild. will never be... go out of style. Straight men will be in those forever. But it's... those shorts should be eight inches shorter. They're at, at my actual kneecap. This is 2008. Yeah, uh-huh. this is 2008. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Man. Oh, the mohawk. Oh, I did the mohawk for a while. And then this is when I started being more of a performer. That was a good look for me, Mohawk. Yeah, you could do... Well, you can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. I could do a tuft. You, yeah. Just a little tuft. What this is, is this me and Dita Ritz before she got on Drag Race. Oh, my God. I like that your character at that point was in a polo. Yeah, I did a lot of polo. A lot of I polo did a lot work. Of, the, uh, a lot of polo work. That's ah! Right. This is a man I used to date. He dated me when I had the blue hair. He's so good looking. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, this is crazy. Yeah, this is why I'm not on Facebook anymore. I was going to wear this and this in Austin. Yes! (gasps) That's beautiful! Yeah, I think I'll wear it. Does it still fit? I don't think so. I'm, I'm bumping up against some costume fit issues for austin right now as just because well. of your shape just because of my the shape of my body is disgusting <laughs> just because of the shape I, well, the shape of you a, Let's sh- hear, here's what. i'm in love with the shape of me <laughs> and i'm up and my shape is, shape is up, up. is higher um no it's just <laughs> i think we're hitting the thing that that older people talk about when they're like babe when your metabolism goes like i'm hitting that because i'm not even wilding on the food consumption i have started eating a normal amount of food and nothing has happened except for i've gotten angrier (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um i don't want to talk about 
food consumption and body image stuff because it's we're all fine. And we're all meant to be body positive. I am body positive. But looking at that picture of me as a youth, I'm like, I'm okay with where we're at now. We went well, from chomper. What do you think your mouth? Do you think it's just because you have more meat I have more on your meat bones around my face, mouth, because um, <laughs> and nose to even out the size, the pure size of my nose. But here's photo. the thing: people like it. Does, it never looks like like you definitely have big lot of teeth, but it never looks like you know when people can't can't get their lips all the way around their teeth. Oh my god. <laughs> It doesn't look like that. Okay. Listen to a voicemail? Let's go to the voicemail. Hi, folks. Um, this is Milo. Um, I guess my name's not really important. Anywho, the reason why I'm calling is because I wanted you guys to know the tea on Monkeypox. Um, currently going through a case right now. Mm. Um, I was diagnosed Oh, my God, two weeks ago. And, girl, no one warned me that it feel like I was getting fucked by a whole football team. That first week, it was so bad. I was just on the floor in the bathroom trying to poop and not having fun and literally going, mm. Ah, fuck, like, it was bad, and, um, now, like, I can poop, but it still kind of hurts, um, and every time I have to fart, it still feels like I'm getting dicked down, yeah, so, y'all watch out out there, and I don't even know how I got it, probably the bar, because I don't have sex. So, goodbye! Wait, you don't have sex and it's still manifested in your butthole? Yeah. But here's I, what I couldn't tell. Was he talking about pain? Because he, yeah, he when he acted hurt. it out, he said, he said, ah, uh, and he said, fuck like by the whole football team. Oh, maybe he likes it. And I I just want to say, we did warn you. Because yeah. you said that you got it two weeks ago. And I was like, we did an episode on Monkeypox a while ago. And we specifically talked about how it felt like you were sitting on broken glass. And it's one of the most painful things. People are like, on a scale of one to ten, it's a thousand. Like, it yeah. leaves holes in your body. Now, the, uh, the, um, what was I going to say? Oh, you saw the announcement that they are doing second doses in LA. Yes, a lot of my friends have gotten gone and gotten theirs. I, I was able wait. to get mine because um, I oh, did if my. You are in LA. Oprah 20, gone it was Park. four. Yeah, and there Ted is Watkins. Not a line ever there. You were told. To, why were you told to wait? Because it hadn't been four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Or two weeks. No, you, you're supposed to get them four weeks apart. Two weeks apart. No, Meatball? Oh, it's four weeks apart. Four weeks apart, and then two weeks after your second dose, you could be up to 98% protected, possibly, if you get if you you and your body work together to get to the full. I, you know, not to be this girl, but when I was in P-Town, I spoke to someone who one of their employees was fully vaxxed, got both doses, and still got a case of monkeypox. 
we ain't going to do that. It does exist, though. Anyway, we warned you. Next call. Hi, Big Dipper and Meatball. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I'm calling because I want to know if you guys have ever seen a dick and balls yes. on someone that has oh. vitiligo. Yeah. Um, yes. And if I you haven't, to... do you want to... I talked to a guy who only had vitiligo on his dick and balls. Bye. You mean the place where he had vitiligo was his dick and balls and nowhere else on his body? Yeah, I mean, what did I say? He only had vitiligo on his dick and balls. But the, you, oh, you're the, like, yeah. you said he only had vitiligo. On his dick and balls. I just felt like it was complicated how you said it. So to answer your question, caller, is yes. Yeah, we've interacted with it, honey. I've tasted it. <laughs> When I first, I remember the first time a guy sent me his dick pic on Scruff. I was living in Chicago and he had vitiligo and I was like, oh, what is that? I was like, he's just out here sending an STD riddled dick. In the, and then I was like, oh, no, clearly that's just skin discoloration. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I've interacted with a few. It's interesting how it feels like there are a lot, not not a lot, but. I have actually seen like five or six, if not more, whether it be on the internet or the apps or in person, people who, like you said, the only place it manifests on their body is their dick and balls. Yeah. Why is that? I used to hook up with a guy who only had it on his dick balls. Dick on his balls. On his dick balls, his eyelid and like taint area and his eyelids. And I think on like a couple of his knuckles. But it was like, I was like, I was trying to figure out, like, what do all of those skins have in common? Okay, skins. Is vitiligo more common on dick balls? Dick balls. Dick balls. Okay, genitalia. She flat. She flirt. Okay, one more. Anyways, caller. Yes. Yes. Hey, you slappy fucks. Uh, I have a question. Um, if uh, you've already gotten off at the gym and then someone, you know, you get off with at the gym, walks in and immediately starts masturbating in front of you and you ignore them, is that okay? All right. Goodbye. Pretty straight behavior. Why didn't you... You know what? I'm going to say something. I would just watch. Why would you walk away? He's giving you a free show. I wouldn't join in. I don't care what anybody looks like. If someone were to start pleasuring themselves what anybody in looks like? front of me, I would stay until they completed. I wouldn't join in. Or maybe I would. I don't know. But I would definitely not leave. Thoughts? I agree. Like, I'm like, you know, sex is something that we don't see. I mean, obviously, open Twitter and you see sex all over the place. But, you know, out in the world, people don't behave as, you know, they're not as freely open and and horny with their sex. So if you're going to jerk it in public, I'm looking. I'm watching. But I guess, I guess that's also like awful. Because people like do it when oh, yeah, other people don't want to look. What if you did it look? to somebody and who like who wasn't like me and they didn't want to see it? That's actually like. And let's be assault. honest, most people are not That's assault. like you. 
No, most people are like, mm, yeah. So, is it gay? I would have yes. gone over and said, hey, I just got off. But I'll watch. Or, I mean, if you're like me, maybe, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes right after you come, you're just like, I'm done, out of here. Let's go. Right. So, but you don't want to. Okay, so I'm taking a slight sidebar here, but the read is back. Yeah. And they did their whole um, Beyonce rundown. Where they talked about the la la, la la la's. They talked about the milkshake. And you said you tried to gaslight me into saying that they didn't exist. Huh? Very nice. Oh, when I said that there was la la la. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there wasn't. But then there weren't. But what. When they were talking about Break My Soul, you know, both Kid Fury and Crystal were like, some of you really need to release your trade. And I was thinking about that because you know how sometimes trade messages you out of nowhere? Yes. Like, for instance, and sometimes a reading. it's a good, good time to just release, like, release the trade. So I don't know if this person at the gym is the kind of trade that you always hook up with or love to hook up with or now just do it based on um obligation but if you if if in that moment you're like oh i would have done this had i not gotten off that's fine you could just say hey i just got off i'll catch you next time but also don't don't feel the need to always deal with them now i looked up austin in my phone cuz oh cuz you were trying to re- you were going to release some trade well, listen, Celebrity Summer is almost over. Yeah. So I looked up Austin my phone just to sort of see. And there's a couple of people in here that's like their actual legal last name is Austin or their first name is Austin. But then there are the folks who I know that's not the case. Like this person who's in my phone as Ralph Austin RV Park. That's a hookup. Yeah. That's a gentleman who I went to his RV in the RV park. And you were at an RV park. And we did Dicky Sucky. There's someone named Chad, Austin, Texas. That's got to be sex. Yeah. There's someone named Tom Austin Daddy in my phone. So maybe you babysat for him. There's someone named um, Doug Ride in Austin. Meaning Doug he gave, who gave you a ride. Doug who gave after, me a ride in Austin. You sucked his dick. And there's someone named Tommy Austin, Texas. And Tommy? Then, oh, I know Tommy. I wonder me and it, Tommy. Me and Tommy. Let me tell you about Tommy. What? Tommy liked to party. I don't know. Do you so know a anyways, lot of people in Austin besides those people? <laughs> do I? Do I what? Do you know a lot of people in Austin like besides those people? Yes, yes, yes. I have a lot of other friends in Austin. But I was just like, I wonder who's in my phone from Austin because they were talking about releasing the trade. And I was like, you know how sometimes you go and you're like, well, just because we fucked and it was one, it was good once, you just like keep texting them about going back? Yeah. Release the trade. Release the trade. I think I there's another guy in here whose name is really unique. Um, Unique, and so I don't want to necessarily say it on the pod, but I think Wait, maybe I'm gonna. Let is it Huckleberry? No. Oh. oh, there he is! I found him on Facebook. Bring it up! Bring it up! Um, show me the f- share screen. Show face. Everyone okay. at home, enjoy this. 
Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That's not for you? It's not for me. We have very different tastes. Yeah, I like older gentlemen. Anyways, let's take a break and we will come right back. Shall we continue with a voicemail or two? Well, some of them are short. Hi, Big Dipper. Hi, Meeple. Uh, Just listened to your Tuesday episode, and uh, regarding the noises from fisting, as a fisting bottom, um, it is more guttural. um, And regarding, like, when we're trying to say something and we can't get it out because it's too euphoric and we're too high on most likely um, VHS cleaners, it's also got a nice little, like, or like kind of like you're trying to rev an engine because we're trying to get something out to tell you to do it like faster and or harder. Maybe we're trying to slow you down. Maybe we just want the large part like of your fist around the knuckle, you know, to each their own. But typically, yeah, more of a, and then they take it out and then we're just like really trying to catch our breath. And that's when, you know, everything else kind of opens up and um, a nice rosebud is on display. But, uh, yeah, I uh, hope that was helpful and informative. Goodbye! Can you make that sound? Goodbye! No, not that sound. I've seen a Bader video. I know the grunts. So... The idea of being, um, you, you as the fisting top, you got to read the revs. You got to know if that's a rev it up or rev it down. You got to know what they're trying to say. Uh, uh, pause. <laughs> Faster. Okay. Next call. Hey, you fuck. Okay, so. I have an impression to do of you two going through the list of states that, quite frankly, no one asked for. Okay, ready? Massachusetts. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maryland. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Michigan. I was never in Michigan. Well, no. Maybe I was in Michigan. Yeah. Okay, no. Minnesota? Don't ask Peppermint where Minnesota is. (laughs) Beautifully mind-numbing and stupid as hell. So, go off, Kings. Love you both. Goodbye. Now, that's what I. That that's what I wanted to apologize for. Was that we did that? That we one started with Indiana, and two that we went through all the states. I stand by both of those things. I stand by. I don't know. I don't know if I want to shit post on Maine anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit post. 
Yeah, like that episode was basically like a a shit. Like it's that was that episode was for the true heads, the people that actually care about the podcast. The true heads. That, that was not for. The that's not the one you send new, out to Gigi Gorgeous you when go. you say, "Hey, would you come the, be on the show?" Here's a great example of what we do. We listed fifty states and said yes or no after them. That episode was literally for us. That was more a bias. Like, why? Why? I don't know. But we'll never do that again. We'll never do that specific thing again, but we will surely do uh, an episode where we make a mistake and you hate it. Yeah. (laughs) Next call. Yeah. Wait, um, I was going to say, as you said in the Curly episode um, that came out uh, on Friday, the... I uh, love him. I know you do. He's such a sweetheart. It was so cool to meet someone for the first time and have it be like that fun yeah. and engaging. He's great. I love him. Um, you said we're going to stop talking about Wicked. So my thought is, do you want to engage in a new riff, at least for the goodbyes? It's not quite the riff, but it's more accessible to the people. Do you remember So Long Farewell, Avita Zain Adu from The Sound of Music? And the young little boy sings, Goodbye! Right? Or the little girl? You peeked out. I didn't hear the note. Because I hit it. I hit that good note. Goodbye! Goodbye! Nothing? Anything? I, and no, it doesn't come through. Good. Wait, let me try. Goodbye! Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it all. Oh, I guess I can't get as high as you. Well, some of us sing like Courtney Act. Y'all, why am I listening to this episode with Meatball in the tub? <laughs> and Dipper is trying to get details about Meatball's poop story. Sounds like he's trying to get a little bit, you know, too much detail. No. The man sitting next to Meatball, seeing wife. I think, does, does Dipper have a poop fetish? No. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not here to think shame. I, I just want to know. I just want answers. I do have a real answer. I to really this have question. to go listen back to that episode again because I am forgetting everything that happened. I remember now. Yeah, I was trying to tell you that story about how I was at Boy Scout camp and a man came and sat next to me and pooped next to me and you just kept asking me a bunch of questions about it. Here's the thing I often think that you tell stories without a lot of detail because maybe you're making them up. So uh, I like to ask to try to get to the heart of the actual story because I've been with you when we've experienced the same thing and you retelling of it was quite different than what actually happened. Oh, they canceled our flight, blah, blah, blah. All the, It's like a 10-minute delay, right? So I've experienced... Okay, well, okay. I've experienced you blow things a little out of proportion. So when you said, like, the man pooped right next to me, I just thought, oh, you were a little poop shy and there were, like, multiple stalls. And then you had to clarify that there were no walls, okay? So it was a hut with two shitters in it. Also, if you didn't know, young caller, 
I both am talent on the show and I also produce the show. So I'm keenly aware of when the content we're creating is bad. And I was aware of that the entire bathtub episode. <laughs> and therefore, I was trying to milk as much out of a, a, a nugget, if you will, not to make a poop joke, but a nugget of a good story. So I was attempting to try to get Meatball to say a little more than just a man, a grown man poop next to me when I was a kid. And then you're well, like, move, let's move on. Well, you could see from that thing, I maybe wasn't a child. I was definitely like in junior high. Maybe. Oh, is this when you had long hair? I must have had long hair at the time. It's not sanitary when you have long hair and you're pooping in the woods. I I would come back with a full afro. Because one quick one quick hair behind the ear and then the poops in the whole the whole hair. Don't even Let me say me started. this. Don't even get me started on public restrooms. Those rooms are covered in poop. I, you can everyone. wash your hands as much as you want in there. The minute you're done washing your hands. You're done. It's covered in poop again. You have to touch the door handle. You grab a piece of paper to touch the door handle. That piece of paper is covered in poop. And by piece of paper, you mean paper towel? Paper towel. Yeah. <laughs> the paper towel is covered in poop. You, you grab you a good eight and a half and 11 by sheet, sheet of paper. You grab that good printer paper by the door to open the door. Covered, covered in, in poop. And then what I'm thinking about is, okay, so there's poop poop particles on my hand. And then I'm like, I'll put... Uh, Rubbing alcohol, or not rubbing alcohol, what is it? Hand sanitizer on my hands after I walked out of the bathroom. But then all I'm thinking about is, yeah, so my hands are sanitary, but how sanitary are the poo-poo particles that are still on my hand? They're not dead. They're, I mean, they might be dead, but they're still there. So I'm still going to eat Alive poop. and well. Poop I'm going to still eat alive. poop. I'm going to isolate that sentence you just said. Say it one more time for me. I'm going to eat poop no matter what. I'm Who are you quoting there? All of that. <laughs> Mother Teresa. Okay. The, to answer the caller's question about do I have a poop fetish, I don't. Because similar to Meatball, the actual fecal matter is psychotically gross to me, personally for me, in perpetuity, personally. What I do have is a voyeurism fetish. I love the idea of watching or experiencing people in what they consider to be private moments. So there is something slightly erotic, but not jerk-off erotic, because again, it's poop, but slightly erotic in the idea of like being in a restroom where a bunch of people are having private experiences in the stalls, but we're all in one larger poop filled room. Does this make sense? So gross to me. The pee and the grout. It's in the grout. I agree. And so like, if there was like a similar, it's on the walls, like a changing room, for instance, that feels cleaner. And like, like I know there's like eight people in the changing room and no one's like annoying, you know, plus one parent is going like, well, did you try on the shorts that fit Tommy? It's like an adult changing room and everyone's in their own little stall. That to me feels erotic because I'm like, everyone is having their own like unique personal time. But I feel like voyeurism as like a, like a, like a fetish or a turn on or a kink it it's bad because like it immediately goes into like 
hidden camera stuff. Which is non-consensual. Super non-consensual. I like porn where the camera is clearly just like sitting on a shelf and no one is pretending to play to it. I want everyone to both make eye contact with the camera beforehand. (laughs) And say, I agree to this. But then, and then method act as if it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. What a fun time, Meatball. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday to you, too. I yeah, can't cunt. wait to see you in Austin tomorrow, or maybe in the Delta Lounge tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. Are we on the same flights there and back? Yes. Stun. You're the Stunner. Eight, eight, 8 o'clock flight out? I parked in the economy parking lot for my trip to P-Town. Yes. And it cost $150. And I think that would be... The threshold for me, as far as not taking a car to the airport. So, how much would it cost? A, how much would it cost if I parked an economy this time? On oh, e- economy this time. You were gone bucks. for how many days? When I did P Town, it was uh, five days, so it turned into or a uh, four. What's thirty times? Yeah, five days. So it's one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh. So I parked over an economy, and it was only $150. And I think that would be the limit, because if you split that in half, that's 75 bucks, right? Yeah. It, no. Yeah, it's 75 bucks, And so I feel like Uber there, Uber back together would be about $150. So if I, would, if I do longer than five days, I think I'll do an Uber. And shorter than five days, I'll just continue driving myself. I just want to let you know that little update of mathematics. Well, if I leave early enough, to give myself enough time to do the economy parking and check my bags. I'll do that. Well, you're only... Can I tell you something you're going to not enjoy? What? I'm you gold took the first now. class? I'm Did gold you take now. The, no, I saw that. You told me. Oh. Did you take that first class ticket? No. Oh. I'm only getting upgraded. I'm only getting upgraded when they upgrade me. I'm not paying for a first class. It's also only a three-hour flight, so I think I'll be fine. Wild women do, and they don't regret it. You know that song? No. It's called Wild Women Do. All right, well, this has been lovely. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. You can email us at sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod or our personals at Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball. I'm also on Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball and Instagram and TikTok at Meatball the Drag Queen. That's uh, right. And also go like and listen to us everywhere on Mom Podcasts. They're on Instagram. They're on Twitter. They're on YouTube. If you want to see the video of Fridays, goodbye. Goodbye. Mom. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.